Welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger, and I am here with my co-host and co-founder, Wilkie V. Law III. We want to thank you for taking time to listen and share your stories with us. We appreciate you, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on iHeartRadio, or on iTunes. We are a podcast for educators created from a six-year conversation between us, two educators from different backgrounds and journeys that discovered that the true value in education is in the connections that teachers make with their students and the relationships that develop from that connection. The purpose of our podcast is to provide educators a platform to share their voices with others, make those connections, and to return value to the classroom experience and the teaching craft. Above all, we believe that when you add value to yourself, you add value to others. So welcome to Value Adds Value. Thank you all for checking Thank out you for this checking episode, out this episode of Value Adds Value. Value. Really, really my name is Kyle Krieger, and I'm said, thrilled uh, to be joined by my buddy, Wilkie Law, today. Um, Will, how are you? That, I'm doing wonderful, uh, wonderful, beautiful day here in Houston. Loving it today. Your heart out yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're back. Uh, please we're back be sure. to pretty much our normal um, routines after the 4th of July holiday and all the traveling. We are doing, but we are beyond thrilled to have our guests on this episode, and we're going to start out just uh, with a little appreciation for her, not just for um, what she's built, which is why we have her on this podcast today, but for just how um, you know, for very how well you've taken care of us uh, and brought us into the teacher art of family, and, and, and always very close um, to our hearts, so it's close to our hearts. You know, made us feel um, special and made us feel loved. So, you know Miss Lisa Dunnigan, thank you for taking time with us. Through breast cancer. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, and I'm you happy want to be supported by that moment? Please feel free to reach out to us. Reach out to Lisa, Tasha, really anyone. Yeah. So I I will say. That uh, one of the things I love about you is you never you never skimp that. on food. So every so, time I see you, I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna <laughs> eat well. Them, uh, <laughs> along with the right stuff, right, chicks. Right, right. Uh, just go to the right stuff, chicks uh, right. website, and, and you can find them. But again, absolutely, we appreciate. So, so to get. Uh, Ms. To get Lisa started, everybody, Lisa, we, we hope you and I were just talking. You know, we we met you a little over a year ago, really that first conference we went to in Vegas. But um, we we both realized that we've heard kind of parts of your story, as always. But we really mm-hmm. just Thanks met you once you had already started the Right Stuff Chicks and and Teach Your Heart Out and Pink Santa. So could you give us a little bit of of your background on you know your journey to the point where you are now with those three things that are thriving? Um, sure. Okay, so I have, I'm about to um, actually retire in March of 2020. I have my 30 years of, actually I have 29 years in, but wow. because I have been in great health, um, I have a year's worth of sick leave. So I am excited to say that I will um, be able to focus on the business more uh, starting in March. Well, I retire, actually starting in April. I re- retire on March 31st. And I, um, when I first started teaching, I taught seventh grade in middle school and God bless middle school teachers um, (laughs) because they are special. Um, I taught science and language arts. And um, I guess the funniest thing that happened is that uh, my high school sweetheart's uh, child, whom he fathered while we were dating, uh, ended up in my class. And her mom, of course, they told her the whole story. Wow. Um, and so she told all of her friends. It was like a, I was, it was a nightmare. Um, oh and goodness. so that's, I was like, I got to get out of seventh grade because they, number one, they think they're your equal um, oh. sometimes. 
And so you have to forever be, you know, telling them, you know, the whole classroom management kind of thing. It, it's important to build relationships with them, but it's very difficult because they are in that phase of they know so much and you know so little. Uh -huh. um, so it ends, up, it ends up being difficult. But I guess that was the funniest thing that happened. Then I moved on to fourth grade because we moved to Gainesville, Georgia. And I absolutely love fourth grade. They love you so much. They respect you. They do what you tell them to do. So uh, I felt like that was my uh, niche. And then we actually moved to Douglasville, Georgia, and I became a school counselor. And I did that, I guess, for about four, uh, three years, three or four years. And then I became an assistant principal. I did that for three years. Then I became the principal of an elementary school uh, in Douglasville for 11 years. And then I moved into um, the central office where I'm over um, three um, federal programs. And so I've been doing that for the last 10 years um, now. And so um, we started the Right Stuff Chicks in 2000, December of 2016. Um, and then we had our first, uh, we actually called our first conference the Right Stuff Chicks Conference, but we knew quickly we needed a more catchy name. So we, um, you know, prayed about that and God gave us a teacher heart out. And we think that's, that's been great because, you know, we want to encourage people to teach their hearts out uh, because it's very important and our students deserve that. Um, and um, so that's basically my life story. I had, I also was a single mom. I had actually Tasha and Elise when I was um, 18. I got pregnant when I was 17. Yes, I was being fast. Um, <laughs> and um, I, um, you know, was a single mom for several years and then got married and he adopted them. And we actually ended up getting a divorce like 18 years of be after being married. So um, that's pretty much where I am. But I was able to, you know, still go to college and still finished college despite being a, a single mom. So I totally empathize with, um, can't say that word, with, um, you know, single moms, because I know it's very difficult. And I got to give you a big shout out too, because my mom, I was raised by a single mother and I know mm -hmm. the plight. Uh, and my mom also, she was a, she was a teen, teenage mom. She uh, had mm -hmm. my brother when she was in high school. So uh, mm -hmm. that, I definitely understand that plight and that that's the struggle especially raising kids in that era right you know, coming right. up through the 90s into the 2000s because there were so many mm -hmm. changes taking place all over right. i mean right. and so yeah that's that that is that that plus the 29 years you have a special place in heaven for you they already have well, a thank you. <laughs> sitting there oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, reserves you can put your feet up and count your glory because you have uh you you have you have made your mark and your impact and and it will continue to happen because you've impacted our lives well, and all the you. lives of the you know the thousands of teachers who've come through Teach Your Heart Out that you right. guys have impacted and that like I say that that passion it shows through mm -hmm. what, attracted, what attracted us to you guys you know is that those are educators who really love what they do despite all of the the other you know that you have to deal with it's still mm -hmm. a matter of the heart that you have to do that exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and also, also, I think it's important that we remember that it's our responsibility to be what we need to be for these kids because they absolutely deserve it. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So, so back when you, 
I remember when we interviewed Tasha, she she told mm-hmm. us the story of how the Right Stuff Chicks started, but could you mm-hmm. just give us a little bit of the background again? Because it's been a sure. while since people have heard that story. Well, um, Elise, who, you know, she passed away in July, um, last July, actually, it's, it's about to be a year. We, she, um, after she was diagnosed with uh, stage four breast cancer, she started a faith-based line. And so Tasha was actually home for the holidays and we were, you know, talking and we've always, like, I used to have a store called the Paperclip store, uh, which we did like stationery and kit. We focused mainly on kid gifts, like backpacks. And, um, I, I am an embroiderer. So, um, that was, we had like an eBay store and we were top sellers there. And so, after I got a divorce, um, I sold that business. And so I was not doing, um, cause I've always been like a, a hustler kind of person. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I, I know that about you. <laughs> yeah. Always. That's just, that's just my MO. So I always have to be busy doing something. So we were like, you know what? It, there aren't many, um, cute, you know, teacher tees out there, you know, and a lot of people were making like vinyl, which, um, comes off so we were like well because we always we also uh with the paperclip company we always did um screen printed shirts like for family reunions and girls trips we always have a a, um, a unique um shirt that was screen printed and so we were like you know what let's create some teacher you know sayings and get them printed and let's just see how see how we do and um our very first shirt was the queen of my classroom and we still have that design we've redesigned it but that was our very first one so it's so hard to let it go um and um that's where we started and then we after a year we were like you know what I don't know. Like I have, we of course gone to thousands of conferences, and so um, it was very important to me to like give back in a way to to teachers, especially young teachers and those teachers who are still. Even if you've been teaching like for me twenty nine years, there are still things that I want to learn, and I, I always want to be honing my craft. So I was like, you know what? Let's do. And I had just gone to the National Title One Conference. Tasha and I were actually, even though we lived in separate states, we were able to meet up. I said, you know what, we're going to do a teacher conference. Let's just try it. And um, I actually had surgery the December before we had it in, in February. And so I was uh, binge watching uh, Gary Brooks's videos. And I saw, um, I don't even remember the video. I think it was one of the ones he showed on the cruise, uh, the most popular one. Mm-hmm. His very first one. I think I had watched that. And so I was like, let me just message him and ask him if he... Um, you know, ever allows advertising on his page and, you know, how much that would cost. And so I messaged him and he immediately messaged me back and, and said, you know, I don't, I don't do that. And I hope you understand. Um, um, and he, you know, said, you know, tell me about your conference. And I did. And he was like, you're never going to believe this. Cause Ron Clark was our, one of our keynotes. And he said, we're from the same hometown. I know you uh, let me come as well. And so that's how we got started. We let him come. He announced it like that Sunday. We sold out immediately. Um, and so that was our very first um, conference. Wow. And so after the Right Stuff Chick conference, we realized that we needed to call it something different. So that's where Teacher Heart Out uh, was birthed. And here, that's where we are today. 
Wow. That's fine. And, and it's crazy to think that that's just two years, yeah. two, three years ago, yeah. Yeah. you know, to where you all are now and the impact that you're able to have on teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, because the love is definitely felt. I mean, every conference we've gone to, and I have to give a shout out because, you know, when you go to conferences, a lot of times the biggest complaint is that you go to PD, it's the same thing over and over again. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, it's the same presenter. They're going to present the same thing. <laughs> but I can honestly say that every time I've gone, that it's been same presenters, different content. Right. Which and, is so important to us. So important. Right. 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 I mean, we do have some people who, you know, want to come to more than com- one conference and they have to hear something different because we feel a, a great sense of responsibility to ensure that our presenters are presenting various, um, you know, content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. The one that stands out to me, and I think Wilkie, we like I've seen Casey multiple times every time we've been there. And this mm-hmm. last one that Casey did, um, do you remember the name of it, Will? Are um, you, I now pronounce you co-teachers? Uh, no, it was I, the one. I did that one. It was the um, Discovering Your Why, I think it was. Oh, okay. Which have, and I've, I've, I've seen Casey probably six or seven times now, and, and it by far blew me away. And I was just, it was so incredible to think that, you know, this guy who is doing all these things has that. I've, I've seen multiple sessions of, of Eric, I've seen Monica a few times. And like Wilkie said, I think that's the thing that stands out is it's always, I know that no matter how many times we go, I'm continually going to get better. And the other point I was going to make is the fact that we've been able to go so many times, like I've seen my teacher heart out friends more than I've seen some friends that live like in my same city. Right, 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 right. Like I've, I've seen Eric and I've seen Jed and, and Casey and, and Lindsay Petlick and Monica and all those people more than I've seen people who I grew up with that live mm-hmm. like within an hour of me. Right. And like, they are genuinely friends. Like I know that those people, and, and we're especially lucky because we've, we've gotten to be a part of it. We've gotten to help and, and see the backstory, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter who you are. When you go to teach your heart out, if you have a question, your presenters are going to take the time to make sure what, what that every person that goes gets what they need. Right, right, right. Very and, important. and I don't think I can un, I don't think I can unsee Jed in a pineapple suit and <laughs> Monica in whatever she was wearing. Right, right, that right, was, right. Oh my goodness, that was one of my favorite moments ever. So, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. It's that I remember the first when we first went in Vegas. I said I found my tribe. Mm-hmm. I found my my group of teachers who who have the same energy because I think that's so important. The the vibe we give off with as as educators is so important in attracting those people and those things that we want. Right. And if teachers really understood, get that understanding that I. Okay, you may it may suck in your area to do PD, and people may not really enjoy it, and you may have to be the only light in that spot. But find yourself a spot to where you can be that beacon of light, because those kids in that school deserve to have every teacher turned on them. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear people say, "Oh, it's not always unicorns and rainbows," but I say, "But, but you have to strive. You still can't not have an expectation that it's going to go great." You know, you can't come in it automatically thinking it's going to bomb and it's going to be bad or they're going to be this way. You have to go in with the expectation that I'm going to make this a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, 
And I think, like I say, that's one thing that I get every time I go is like, it, it, it just encourages me. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go back to school right now. You know, I've been in, <laughs> I'm ready to go, you know, put my hands to the clay to just actually start molding the lives of this next generation. So right. um, again, I, we salute you guys for what you're doing and excited. This was amazing. Oh man. They thought I was crazy today in curriculum writing because all I talked about was the cruise and how much fun we had. And, right. and then when right. I touched on the giving back piece, you know, and I, that was mm-hmm. so huge for me. Right. Um, that people, you know, it's like you got to see that it's more than just getting teachers excited. It's giving them a foundation of things and experience they can bring back to their campus and share with people so that it grows. Because that's what right. you want. Right. Right. And and for me and Wilkie, you can attest to this and. And this is something Wilkie and I have talked about and my girlfriend and I have talked about. This time last year, I had just been let go from a job that I thought I had done a really good job at. Aww. And I I wound up not, to be honest, I was so shook by it that mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I wanted to go back to the classroom. But literally, the you know my last day at that job mm-hmm. was the first day of Teacher Heart Out Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And, really? and, and over the course of this year, Wilkie, not just how much that that conference has made me ready to be a teacher again, but how much those relationships have met. And after 10 years in the profession and, and being out of the classroom for a year, I feel like I'm not only more prepared than I've ever been to teach going into next year, but also I'm, I'm more excited and I feel more secure. Like Wilkie said, that no matter what, like no matter how bad something gets for me or what my problem is, I know mm-hmm. now because of the teacher heart out family that there's someone I can call. Right. Like there's someone in that network and not just the presenters that has been mm-hmm. through what I've been through. And I think that and we've talked about that a ton. The the network that you all have built through Teacher Heart Out and the network that we're lucky to be a part of. I mean, as a teacher, you can't ask for anything better than that. Like Wilkie said, to have a yeah. community. Right. Uh-huh. Right. All right. So yeah, so we we did want to make sure, um, uh, Lisa, to to point out because there's there's another big part of what you guys do that we are so supportive and and Wilkie, because it is an issue that's so close to your heart, I'll let you kind of take take the lead on talking about this next part. Well, yeah, well, let's just talk about the Pink Santa Hat movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is um, when you guys talked to me about that. That just kind of. <sighs> It made me excited because again, I you know, I shared with you that I lost my mom in ninety-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lost her battle with um I mean it, it it was it was rough because I was in I had to watch my high school years, my mom mm-hmm. go from being my pillar of strength to being mm-hmm. me having to be a support for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh having to go off to college was rough because I didn't want to leave her in such a fragile right. position, but she forced right. me out. And mm-hmm. so um, for me to be a part of an organization and to be you know, associated with an organization who has a principle founded in supporting that cause, I'm 100% behind. And um, I'm excited about um, what you guys are doing and how we can be a part of helping you and bringing more people into the community. So can you talk to our listeners a little bit about the Pink Santa Hat movement? Sure. Um, like I said earlier, um, Elise had stage four metastatic breast cancer. And so um, the year before she passed away, we knew that we wanted to start a nonprofit 
and we knew it we wanted to focus on you know helping educators who actually have um, breast cancer because we you know we had seen her go through it we know it's horrible you know you're trying to still work but you you know you can't stop throwing up or um, you have no energy. It, it just is a horrible disease. So we knew that we wanted to do that. So Elise came up with the name, um, the Pink Santa Hat Movement, because we all love Christmas so much. So, um, and basically what we do is, is this January, we just, we um, started giving um, care packages or sending care packages to women who are um, battling breast cancer. And then in December, we last uh, December, we brought 10 women along with a friend to Atlanta and we, you know, we give them a weekend of pampering and inspiration and encouragement. And um, we take them shopping. Um, we provide them with a makeover. Um, they go to the spa. Um, and then that night, that Saturday night, we have an inspirational speaker um, who, and we try to choose someone who, you know, who has, is close to the disease. So uh -huh. this year we actually have Dr. Jackie um, from Married to Medicine. She's actually uh -huh. battled breast cancer twice uh, and it, of course, is doing great. And so um, that is, you know, like our way to give back, our way to continue Elisa's legacy that was so important to us. And um you know, it's really, you know, we want to see it grow and grow and grow. Um, and we're very excited about, you know, what we've done so far, the amount of support that we've gotten. We have a 5K also in October. And then, of course, our big event um, in December. And so we are so thankful to um, people who have, you know, donated to the cause. And we appreciate every single donation. And we, we get the most um, sweetest um thank you letters from people, you know, who have gotten a care package, you know, on a day when they were really down and it brightened them up. And so it just warms your heart. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and it's interesting because uh, the, the disease is so, so prevalent now, you know, we talk mm -hmm. about it. I talk about it in my classroom because yeah. again, I, I believe in being transparent with my students and I, mm -hmm. I introduce them to the full me. Right. And the fool of me is the fact that I lost my mom mm -hmm. to breast cancer because right. I know, you know, statistics tell me that one in four kids that's sitting in my classroom that's in some right. kind of way is impacted. Yeah. And so one in, yeah, one in eight women and, and men get breast cancer, too. Right. And, and I get breast cancer. That's that's like a lot. <laughs> That, 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 and when you think about the number of people, so you know that it's impacting multiple people. And so when I ask the question and the kids raise their hand. And, you know, most of the time, it's the majority of the class. Mm -hmm. And so the kids are, you know, that begins a dialogue to have a conversation with them about it. And so, you know, and I think it helps make a connection. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I think we have to start tapping into the humanistic side of people. And mm -hmm. I think this disease, unfortunately, is one of those that it doesn't see what your ethnicity is, what your color is. Right. It doesn't see Absolutely. What, what your religion or what your political idolis, idol, mm -hmm. you know, ideologies are. It sees the fact that it's just going to destroy people. And right. luckily they're making, they're making a lot more strides in it now, mm -hmm. you know, uh, than it was. My sister also was, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, she had a radical double mastectomy um, three years ago and been, has been cancer free since then. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, and she's an educator also, and she never mm -hmm. gave up, you know, and, you know, it was a struggle watching. I think we spent the entire, 
it was scheduled, they scheduled the, her surgery on New Year's Eve. I never forget. Oh, wow. New Year's Eve. And we were literally there the entire day, New Year's mm. Eve, until the second when we finally, because the surgery literally took about 14, 15 Good hours. Um, and um, we we stayed there the entire time. To, uh, to just be that 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 wall because that's what they really need at that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you know. Because nothing you can say can stop it, but we can just try to be there, right? Be present, right? That's all you yes. can do. Yeah, and I know you all are also on the movie. Oh, well, so for everybody you. who's listening, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> go to Amazon, smile, <laughs> and make Pink Santa Hat Movement your charity of choice. You're already shopping on Amazon, right? Uh, Especially Prime Day, you know, all these things going well, on. Not gonna, well, it's not going to come out. Prime, Prime Day is going to be done by the time people listen to yeah, this. Yeah, we, uh, we should have. What, what we'll do is, what we'll, what we'll do is, we'll post that we did this interview and that it's coming and then have them to do it because they'll still have about 18 hours. I'm counting down. Mm-hmm. So there's still about 18 right. hours to end Prime Day. They can still switch right. it in and they get those benefits. So yeah. well, thank we you. definitely want to do that. Um, so, uh, is there anything else that you want to share about the Pink Santa? Like, I know you have the 5K that that you do. October, and you you actually, if you don't live in Atlanta, Atlanta or close, then you can do a virtual run with you know friends or in your neighborhood, and you still get a um, you still we send you a race number and a shirt as well. So that's also oh, an option. Awesome. option. Mm-hmm. Do you, I'm gonna make sure I do you have a particular do, do you have a particular day picked out already? Because I would like to put that on my candle calendar also. Um, you can for the virtual one. You're you're welcome to do it anytime, anytime you want. Oh, perfect. Between now and October 12th. Perfect. And then if you can post and tag the pink Santa hat, um, that would be awesome. Yes, ma'am. We absolutely would do that. So, um. Wilkie, any any other questions? Any other wrap up things you want to ask um, Lisa before we let her go? Uh, no, I think we've covered a lot. I've learned a lot about you. Um, you say already already fell in love with with you and what you build. Well, you all you. are building. We're teaching hard out before knowing that you were. You're 29, 29 years vested into yeah. us. Like I say, I, mm-hmm. my, I come from educators, and to 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 be in the place that I'm in right now makes me feel feel overjoyed, and mm-hmm. to have connections and resources like like you and Teach Your Heart Out community to to be able to help me through this. I, I'm I'm internally well, grateful, and my students well, will thank be you. Too. We appreciate you guys very much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank you, thank you. So so coming up, Teach Your Heart Out. Um, mm-hmm. te- Texas in the fall, and then it's right. San Diego San in the spring. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, San, San Antonio, Can- oh. San Antonio, yep. uh, San Diego, then Canada, then Minnesota, or Twin Cities as you call it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I'm so I'm excited. Uh, I'm so excited because I think it's gonna be an and. From what, like I said, I I told my girlfriend because she was the one who tur- who turned me on to that hotel, and she said if oh, okay. if good. if they if they, she said if they want to do it in in the Twin Cities, that's a place to do it. So mm-hmm. we're okay, we're, good, and it's right. It's connected to the Mall of America, which 
Yeah. I've been on my bucket list for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So is my wife. So is my wife. She's been trying <laughs> to get there. For- <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when, and like She's I said, it's, it, it's super convenient. Anyone who flies in is going to be able to just take, they have a light rail that goes right to it. Oh, cool. So okay, it's, cool. it's super, it'll be super easy for everybody. But yeah, yeah, you know, so. Again, Lisa, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day. And and like mm-hmm. I said, we are we're honored to be able to to help you out and and bring attention to to the things you're doing, especially the pink Santa hat. Well, we we appreciate you guys too very much. Thank you. Thank you all for checking out this episode of Value as Value. We really really appreciate it. And like we said uh, in the podcast, we hope we shared. Um, the message that uh, how, of how much we appreciate Lisa and everyone in the Teacher Heart Out family. Um, please be sure, um, if you're interested in attending a Teacher Heart Out, go to teacherheartoutcon.com. But more importantly, um, please think about supporting the Pink Sand Hat Movement. Um, it's an incredible, incredible organization who's doing um, important work. And... You know, it's for a very specific target uh, audience and for a group of people, and it's very close to their hearts, so it's close to our hearts. And um, we would ask you, if you listen to this and you know a teacher who's going through, gone through breast cancer, um, and you want them to be supported by that movement, please feel free to reach out to us, reach out to Lisa, Tasha, really anyone, and, and do what you can to support and, and help us support them. So... Um, you can find them uh, along with the Right Stuff Chicks. Uh, just go to the Right Stuff Chicks uh, website and, and you can find them. But again, we appreciate uh, Miss Lisa and everybody. We, we hope you'll you'll think about supporting the Pink Santa Hat. And we really hope you'll um, hit the subscribe button to this podcast, share it. And as always, thanks for listening.